Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello everybody and welcome to Great Touch for a Big Lad. Not sure which episode it is, but it doesn't really matter. 16. 16. The Thank Christmas you, one. This is the Christmas episode. Um, yeah, we're wishing you a very Merry Christmas if you listen to this uh, after Christmas. And if you listen to it before, Merry Christmas for soon. <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah, apologies oh, for that man. intro as well. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, weekend roundup, talking about Chelsea still being good. Arsenal having a blip, I think. We can talk about that. Uh, Craig had a difficult uh, weekend with Leicester uh, getting clawing it back after being 2 0 down. Um, we're going to talk about the Chinese Super League because Craig's done loads of prep on it. <laughs> no pressure. Wants to, uh, wants to talk about that. There's a bit of a mess at Coventry, so we might touch on that briefly. Um, we've got a pet hate from Erwin. Mm, we've got a, a trip to confession, which we haven't done for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking about what we've learned this year, which I haven't got one yet, but I'm sure it will reveal itself. That's uh, the concluding feature, is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah, mm. sure, yeah. Well, we'll have clickbait as well, but we're going to uh, twist up clickbait a little bit. Restructured. Restructuring it, streamlining it. There's been some complaints. Um, so I'm just going to give you these are the three topics that are up for grabs this week. At the end of the show, we will dive into one of them and discuss them for for a bit of non-football-related chat. Uh, so the headlines that are up for grabs, Owen or Craig, will be uh, deciding which one we should go for. Are sex robots could kill humans because they'll be too good in bed? Jesus. Elf porn searches Worry. increase massively ahead of Christmas. <laughs> and here are some of the weirdest places people have been caught having sex. Sex related. Yeah, we're sex related here. Let's have them again. Is. Let's have them again. So, sex robots could kill humans because they'll be too good in bed. Yeah. Elf porn searches increased massively ahead of Christmas. <laughs> and here are some of the weirdest places people have been caught having sex. Don't answer now, lads. Mull okay. it over. Think about it. And we'll dive into that right at the end of the show. All uh, exciting, though. If this is the first time you listen to Great Touch with Big Lad, welcome. Um, we're on Twitter at GT4ABL. If you enjoy this, then please subscribe to the podcast. Um, because we do it every week it's all good fun um, my name's James Alcott I'm a QPR fan and a little tidbit on me this week is if QPR don't turn it around and Holloway is deemed a failure I don't know what to believe in 
and I might walk away from football. Yeah, um, don't want to get into it too much. Just You're leaving Santa though. A little bit of trivia there for you. You're leaving Santa. You're only yeah, a bit yeah, tongue in cheek there. You're not literally going to walk away, are you? I don't know what I'm going to do if he doesn't sort it out. I don't okay, know what yeah. to believe in. But anyway, we'll, yeah, we can get maybe dive into that a little bit more uh, soon. Craig is here. Craig's a Stoke City fan, and um, and uh, the worst hangover of my life on Sunday. Nice. We can talk about that. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, I didn't I didn't drink that much because I wasn't there for half the day. I went to the Stoke game, but it was. Jesus. Dehydration, maybe. Did you get a, dom- that, you get a Domino's? I got a chicken cottage. That might oh. have taken away some of the hydration away from me. What, prior? Yeah, uh, after, after. After. Okay. Sapped the life out of me. All oh, right. Uh, and we'll talk about the uh, Christmas, Lads Christmas Do that we had. Uh, you won't know a lot of the characters, but there were some few things that happened. Maybe we can Lops touch on them. were had. Yeah. Oh, there were laughs. Erwin mm. uh, is here. Erwin is a Chelsea fan and... Had a day off today. Yeah. Casual <laughs> attire from Erwin. First Owen. time in a while. He usually comes in suited, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Suit and Craig, how does that make you feel? Um, not bothered. I don't know. We have to submit I think we dress fairly similarly, so... I feel slightly, slightly unnerving for me. Yeah, I've got three layers on as well. I know. That's also... Yeah, I'm like, what's he hiding t-shirt, under there? T-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt and hoodie. Yeah. Weird, hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dom, very comfy. Dom isn't here unfortunately um, he's uh, Christmas drinks I think yeah, yeah. Um, in Victoria got to do your bit Weirdly. he's so close but yeah so far Yeah. Um, and after Arsenal's week he maybe you know, we don't want to put him in that kind of position for a guy who's employed by Arsenal to, yeah, to, to maybe comment. say some things that he doesn't want to say well, for those that don't know Dom is a Brentford fan yeah, Dom is a Brentford fan. True, true. And he is a season to go. And he is a season to go. That song is big. "Don't Cry It's Christmas" by David Brent, um, which I feel was a letdown as a film. You two, I thought it was. I thought it was never going to be the office. I didn't go with that high expectation, and it was fine. I, I liked it. I need to see it again. I've only seen it once. Mm. I, yeah, it's layered. I, I think it's what. Yeah, it's I think I, I. hope it's layered. I need to see it again. Um, well, I've got that. Because, because the question is... We always start, start with an open question, a football-based open question. And this week's one is, what would you buy any football team in the world for Christmas? Oh, in the world? Yeah. You just change that It can up. be, it, it doesn't have to be a literal item, it can be something a bit metaphorical. Fly kickers off? Because there's a lot of silence going on there. Go for it. Well, so I've got, I got, a, I got a, a silly one which we mentioned earlier. That's fine. Everyone, everyone's talking about this uh, Arsenal... This, uh, this this choking disease oh, yeah, that goes around. Yeah. Let's get them some cough medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Cough medicine for a lot of them. I think that yeah. will sort it out. And if it's, if that's drifting up to the nose area, Sudafed works really well. Yeah. Or Vicks. Remember that? Yeah. Get it's still that. around. I haven't used Vicks since I was a toddler. Really? Yeah. Just get back on it. Quality. Insight. So my, if I could buy any football team something uh, for Christmas, it would be a sense of reality for my United fans. <laughs> Because they've had, what, three seasons of average success now? They won the FA Cup last year. Yeah, including winning the FA Cup. They have had, quite possibly, the greatest 20 years in the history of any club football. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I haven't done that code for. I would have looked fif- into that. Probably about, what, yeah, 15, probably. 15 league titles Do you know, or fif- so. Silly amount of league titles, Champions League, FA Cups, and all of a sudden it's woe is me. You get some fucking perspective. You support one of the biggest clubs in the world you've just won the FA Cup mm. it's fine everything will sort itself out so what you lose every now and then you don't make the Champions League chill the fuck out it's fine Yeah. get some reality in your lives yeah. uh, similar dose I've got two actually I had one that's really rubbish and I just thought one just now the rubbish one was um, get Sunderland football manager because they need some new players 
<laughs> and, and on the cheap as well so you can find you know an Ibrahima Bakayoko or something like that and so you write out because you haven't got any money the other one uh, would be um, a, uh, a DVD of the last nine years of Coventry City for Arsenal fans <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> some, perspe- some more reality for that yeah, perspective yeah. yeah so essentially perspective we're buying them there but uh, Arsenal fans yeah we'll get onto that in the weekend round a bit but uh, they are losing their shit again and, Arsenal um, fans are the it, most dramatic fans, aren't they? It's fascinating. If you if, I, if you try and be as understanding as possible, it's a fascinating one. Um, but if you're not a, a fan of a team in the top six, mm. then you, it's very difficult to be sensitive to the plight yeah. of Arsenal fans. Yeah, they've got to chill out. I mean, they, they, won, they won but a season ago two FA Cups on the bounce. I would give my right bollock to an FA Cup. Would you actually give your right bollock? You get, maybe. You don't need two bollocks. I know, but honestly, the joy the FA Cup will bring me, I tell you what. Wait, two FA Cups. That's a great question. Just one. A League Cup. Early so, Craig's question there. One, one ball for one cup. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, it's tough. it would mean so much to win a cup you with You don't stone. need a ball. I'd, I'd, Doesn't you it re- said to me, if you, I'd, if you said when everyone you can cash in. Can uh, cash in? You can cash in a bollock for a cup. Can you pick the cup? Uh, I don't know. What's well, no, 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 no. I don't know. Well, it's FA Cup. It's FA Cup. Yeah, for me and you, Jay, it's FA Cup. Chelsea won. God knows how many. But for me and you, the FA Cup. Yeah, why not? I would. I would say, can I cash that in when I want to? And I'd wait till my kid was about thirteen or something, and my dad was still kind of. Yeah, so you can have a family. Yeah, thing. can have a family yeah. day yeah. out, and I just like sneak oh, off. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, got a business trip. I was thinking, why, why would you want? Or you just want your kid knowing that you've got one bollock? No, there's no problem. No, I just want to make sure I I've got a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't <laughs> yeah, yeah. looked into the medical factors of losing a testicle. Although, like, is it Lance Armstrong? He, he's had kids, isn't he? He lost a bollock. Yeah, it's fine. He was on drugs. Yeah, sperm, lots sperm of, drugs. Lots of them. <laughs> sperm uh, implant. That's liable. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's a good one. Let, let us know at GT. Yeah. At GT for ABL, would you cash in a bollock? Or a breast. <laughs> breast is harder, isn't it? That's yeah. a bit more obvious. But would you cash in a bollock for a domestic honour? If you're a an average-sized club that's not one much. That's key. Because I'm sure I'm on your iPhone. And wouldn't. if it's on social so media, you know, social media is going to be hashtag one ball, one cup. Yeah. That's, the, yeah, yeah. that's the hashtag. That's nice. Let's get that trend. Tweet that out now. I put that question out there and well, we the got one. <laughs> no, not that I didn't one. Know that was coming. It's just on my mind. <laughs> no, that one. I put the what would you get a football club one? We got a QPR fan tweet us, Jay. How lovely. And he, I think he undersold the potential of the question. He just quite simply said three points. <laughs> and I, I tweeted back Fair saying, enough. if I'm Clear, honest, simple. I'd go for promotion if I was you. Yeah. The yeah, he's understanding himself there, isn't he? And then he tweeted back saying, okay, how about a new Stan Bowles and a testimonial for the original? Yeah, did so, you never have one or something? No, so uh, Stan Bowles is uh, the greatest QPR player ever to live. Mm-hmm. Generally, that's the general consensus, and he is suffering from uh, Alzheimer's, and yeah, so he's, he's you know yeah, it's uh, quite far along in that sense as well. It's not funny. No, I was laughing. Sorry, I, I, I was sorry, laughing. Sorry. It. I was, I was laughing just giving you the opportunity. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's his name? His name is at the Matatron. Nice. Matt. It's good. Yeah, Matt. My, uh, my PlayStation name is JJ Megatron. 86. So. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Just yeah. chuck in the 86. Yeah, check me out. There, was, me already out. Another, there was already another JJ Megatron. Uh, no, I just put a chuck that in there just yeah. to be sure. So you know you're like a little kid. In case there was another JJ Megatron. Uh, uh, yeah, so Stan Bowles is, yeah, he was our greatest player ever uh, when we finished 
the highest we ever did, which was second by a point, I think, something like that. Um, he was like, he was the Adele to rap, the like the Hazard, like he was, and he was, he was like renowned. A renowned like gambler. He'd be in the bookies around the corner, apparently fifteen minutes before kickoff. Just proper football in yeah, the seventies, a little like that. He had a good story. I think I've said it before in the podcast, but I'll say it again if anyone's listening for the first time. Uh, he, after Sunderland won the FA Cup, I think it was mm-hmm. or League Cup or something. They uh, QPR played Sunderland away, and they put the trophy on the halfway line. And someone had a bet with Stan Bowles that he could knock the trophy off the table. <laughs> so he took the bet and from the kickoff, <coughs> dribbled sideways <laughs> towards it, just drilled it off. Apparently. You know what? I'd be raging if that was Michael who did that. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what though, in the, though, in the world of today with phones and everything, if you did that now, you'd be an yeah. absolute hero, wouldn't you? That would be incredible. I tell you yeah, what, the, the goal to do that. Quickly, going off the agenda, as we often do, but isn't it funny how we look back at players in the 70s and 80s and early 90s and the ones that used to booze and do all that, they're revered, aren't they? Yeah. Legends, lads, lads. Now mm. you can't do anything without getting destroyed mm. by the press. What you about have to be the yeah. sensible footy player that doesn't cross the line and all that. That's what I think. Um, I think everyone misses is missing the point a lot of the time with that. And I think players could have a lot more fun. and And because... Like what I do, what I do now, we often sort of do stuff with different ex players, and it's the players who had a personality who are the ones who get the work now. Razor Ruddock. Razor Ruddock, yeah. Jimmy Bullard. Mm. Even like a Ray Parlour, yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm. You're like, right, though. There's not many, we don't get to see that side of, of players these days. So who, whether it, they, Who's they, the biggest, um, I don't like this term, but for want of a better word, who's the biggest lad in football at the moment? Oh, right. Who, who's um, who's the Jimmy Bullard currently playing? Mikel Antonio is probably up there. Or, or, think, uh, sorry, not, maybe not lad, but like someone you can funny. Just, just a bit of a character. With. I think Dele Alli's quite funny. Yeah, he does some funny stuff. Given. I think a lot of people quite like Jack Wilshere. Do they? It's difficult. Yeah. Normally, you, normally you go back ten years ago, you had loads of names you could just reel off, but yeah. there aren't really now because you don't see that side. You can't. The, no. only, the only way to see it is things like social media, like Instagram, when players post stuff like David Luiz is a good one. Patrice Evra is. He's quite funny. Uh, right? With his singing. And yeah, yeah. He's quite funny. Pogba as well. Quite funny. Yeah. To an extent. Oh, yeah, everything he's doing is making a bit of money off. Like, uh, he'll be doing a uh, Pog Bunny soon, won't he? Yeah, Pog. Easter's coming. <laughs> Pog bollocks. Pog bollocks, yeah. Pog chicken. <laughs> that was it. Pog chicken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Stan Vols. Um, he's, uh, so, yeah, he's got Alzheimer's and we... The uh, sort of QPR fan base was saying that, you know, we need to look after... We had nothing in place to look after our ex players, yeah. um, and we now do. It seems as though we're creating this um, players foundation thing for people who've played over 150 games for for QPR. Um, but I, I think it's gonna gonna happen. But they've, it's been put off and put off. But there was going to be a t- testimonial to uh, help the family with because it costs a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, and it hasn't happened yet. But hopefully it will happen soon. Really yeah, nice. it has to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's something I'd actually like with Bull Street I'd love to do a documentary on it because I think that that connection with fans and players is is, uh, is difficult yep. you know like you said there aren't those characters anymore and so I think sometimes maybe the fans need to step towards the players as well and mm. that's a good example of that yeah. um, that's a very yeah. good point at the Matatron what a Matatron I've done it yeah. again um, we can round up we can round up okay. right so also can we just like touch on the jingle board for a second please yeah it's epic <coughs> uh, it's been updated which is really so exciting we've had this jingle board for about well since we started since haven't we more or less? and it's, it's had an update by the app store 
We've got yeah. some new jingles that Jay's playing with. Thug life, I'm excited about. So if someone gets a bit gangster, I can chuck that one in. I won't be happy much with me. Yeah, mate, you say stuff all the time. That's a classic, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah, there's a few of the old favourites as well. You got your punch. You got your Benny Hill. Loaded. Just take the loads. But that's probably there you go. <laughs> got your drama. Uh, but but there, there seems to be a lot. Yeah, so it's like, like a toddler on Christmas Day. Right, this him. is the best Christmas present I've ever had. Um, so yeah, it's that time. Has he got the ra- Can you randomise the jingle ward though? I'm not sure you can. Surely you can. I'm not sure you can. Right at the top. Oh dear. Now what? So we've been. So let's just been play that one. Yeah. It's That's an old one, but it's a favourite. Loading as well. Disappointing. There you go. We can round up. Yeah. We can round up. Loading. Is, oh, I'm not happy with it now. I thought this was good. This is crap. Exactly. That's what I pressed, and you didn't do it. Can you uh, that out, Craig? This is your iPad, isn't yeah, it? So right. Yeah, so right. Uh, we can round up. Uh, where to begin? Where to begin? Start Ask. with Craig. Because you went to. You're the only one I went. Well, you went to a game. It's kind of my you confession. You went to a game as well. Hanging. Like confession a bit. But, um. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, before the football, should we round up on uh, the lads' day? Do it. Because there was football played there, um, which, um, fortunately for us, Owen, uh, because we were in the Bookham team, which didn't win, um, which was disappointing. We, we played against our local rivals and friends, Horsley, yeah. and a uh, rest of the world uh, made up of the other. other Friends, five Fort- side tawny, five side tawny. Yeah, uh, failed to produce. Didn't uh, you know? Lot. I don't want to get into we that. Played some good football. Don Don and I were talking about this yesterday. We really? played some good football. I think at times, oh, yeah. but we just couldn't. Not to be. Couldn't put it in the back of the net. But the, you know, the the, the stakes <coughs> were high. Horsley have never beaten us in in the several years that we've done it, mm. uh, and over the years they've yeah they've always given it the big and never got the victory, but got it on this occasion. But fortunately, none of them listened to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So we I don't don't give them too much time. No, I won't. I won't. We should have just said we won. Yeah, we should have really. Yeah, super. we won. Yeah, we won. And it was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we did that. Then we uh, went and got some uh, food. Dom got a superb secret Santa. Oh, yeah. In a uh, stress ball mushroom, which mm. looked like a penis. So he popped it in his, uh, in between his uh, zip. Yeah. Looked like he had a penis um, outside his jeans. Got that, yeah. Seemed funny at the time. And I say it now, it just <laughs> seems a bit chill. had a lot of fun with it and then lost it. He lost it. He got, yeah, he was throwing it up and he was swinging it. Like, so imagine a stretchy Armstrong. Yeah. It's just a big. Mushroom looks like a penis, it's quite phallic, and uh, yeah, he was swinging it round, stretching it, and then he let it go, and it just went into a flat, like into that? the balcony of a flat. <laughs> so someone's gonna, someone's gonna go pop out and go. They're gonna think it's someone's penis. Yeah, it's just on the penis, floor. Yeah, it's really odd. Anyway, mm. pub quiz. We won that though. Pretty good that. Pokemon pub quiz, and then I think we won the darts, but you know, <laughs> unconfirmed. Yes, yeah. well, I turned up at the darts. Good, you? good. Yeah, but that was a, a, a boozy day out. Craig, you joined us later. About in, seven in the o'clock. Afternoon. Yeah. Do you want to explain why you joined us? Later? I went to the Stoke Leicester game. Yeah. And it was disastrous. Good first half. Unbelievably disastrous. Yeah. Like I said, this is my confession, so I don't want to give too much away. Uh, but I'll give you the basic details. We were two 0 up in the seventy-fifth minute against ten men, Leicester. And we, we fucking drew, and I'm still in shock now. Wow. Absolutely blown away. I mean, we all like football. How often have you seen over the years a team to acquire 2 0 lead against 10 men with 50 minutes? Do it doesn't was, happen, does it? I was chatting with someone about this. Like, what is the, what's the worst comeback of all time? Like the most embarrassing comeback of all time. And the best one I could think of was what, Man City Spurs in yeah, the FA men, Cup they? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, 10 men and they were 3-0 down at half yeah. time 1-4-3 yeah mm. that's a good point 
Absolutely That's made me feel a little bit better, actually. That was a mid-table. John uh, Mackey scored, didn't he? Yeah, John he Mackey. Did. He scored a couple. What about even the other day? Liverpool were three-one up against Bournemouth with twelve minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, very true. And lost four-three. Ten men though. That's ten the men. It's just because yeah, we, yeah, we were absolutely. It was it was a classic. <coughs> we went in two-nil. They had ten minutes. The classic sort of game where we were just passing them out. They're making no impact on our defence. You know, when you're in your mind, you don't want to get over the top and think we've won three points. I couldn't help but think that I'd worked out where we were in the league and all the rest of it and we just absolutely fucked it and I was Bruh. what? Bruh, I, have a qu- I have a question for you I, I was watching the, the highlights on Sunday yeah. of, of that game and they were talking and um, they were talking a little bit about him and I think he set up the first goal but Damari Gray for them came on at half time and he looked yeah. like he changed the well, they, changed the game a little bit what, it, did, he, what did he look like? He was, it was quite I mean their tactics was quite obvious they thought We've got ten. Be men. patient. Get it down. What? Get it down. Be no, patient. No, def- position. definitely not. Definitely oh. not. Um, it was all about get to two nil down with 10, 50 minutes to go. Go fucking it. launch it, and we we cactus pants. We cactus pants. Cactus pants. Cactus pants. We shit a pants. We didn't look like a team that had eleven men versus ten. We just it was just carnage, and you knew it was coming, and it, it was the embarrassment. You got you got to kill those games. I thought I'd get more games. stick when I turned up at the lads' Christmas do for that to be honest, but no one. Ah, we no one stick for your shirt, didn't you? No one mentioned yeah. it. Who are? Got more stick for your shirt. That was a nice shirt. Right? That was a quality shirt. Yeah. You know what? St- stick away. It was clash. I thought it was a nice. I thought it was right. It's a brilliant. Shirt. I think we were too drunk to realise what you know. What oh, it just confused happened. me a bit. What was it with it? I don't know. It's just a bit. No, I thought it was right. A bit. Uh, a bit hair, you look like a hairdresser. It was quite spotty, wasn't it? It's not. You can pull it off. You got. You got the quality there in the arms and the face. It, it felt like it felt a bit hairdressery. Just saying. Um, let us know if you've ever gone through this, guys, listeners. Um, we because uh, there was a little. Uh, have you ever tried to get into a bar? You've been to a few bars. <laughs> you try and get into another bar, and one guy lets you down. Mm-hmm. Can't get in because we've all been, been drunk. drunk. We've all been. We've all had an all day sesh, and we've gone right. Okay, it's getting to that time now. It's about half nine. We need to get into this one, but. We want to move on, but look, oh god, look, there's a there's a bouncer there. Just, just suck it up. Deep breath, keep your head down, try and keep your eyes from crossing for a second, and walk into the pub. Mm. We weren't able to do that on this occasion because one of the lads who uh, has got previous, <laughs> shall we say, not for like starting fights really, but like just getting too drunk and then saying stuff he probably shouldn't say. Mm. Um, he uh, first of all he made the uh, mistake of try walking in and going I'm not I'm not that drunk honest he said mm. and so the bouncer there went, you thinking, oh, wasn't man. even asked the question yeah. Yeah. no exactly and the bouncer very switched on he's guessed it from those clues he's going oh hang on a minute you're a little bit you're a bit too tipsy there's about six of us still there are you there were you there yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, were we all there yeah, 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 yeah. Just made um, half the group have already gone into the bar so we're like oh god for god's sake we're all there. Anyway, he, he's generally like, he's got a smile on his face, this bouncer, so it looks like we're going to be all right. Let's just have a bit of chat. Let, let's vouch for him. He's a good lad. Like, Don't worry about yeah. him. We'll, we'll get him in. And then uh, this happened. So the guy went, go on then. No trouble though. And as he walked in, as he walked past the bouncer, he decided to stick his finger up, his middle one, right, right in the mush yeah. <laughs> of the bouncer. Absolutely. Who then went and Ridiculous. grabbed him by the throat and, his and then a fracas. Yeah, and then our friend did the same. So they were at each other's throats. 
effectively. Yeah. It escalated really quickly yeah. for no need the, at all. The four of us, so us three and Dom, were all outside when this, <laughs> when this happened. How come we were just all outside? I don't know. We just a bit late for the other bar. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, wasn't it? But yeah. I think it de-escalated as quick as it escalated and we were all happy. We were all fine with it and we, we saw it as uh, something that we, that we can laugh at that uh, a later date. But it'd be good to know anyone's uh, <coughs> stories, that that moment where you go, roll your eyes and go, you stupid. There's always one. Mm. The I'm problem at the time was we were in a little bit of an area where there wasn't too many bars. Half the group were in and there was a small chance the group could have fizzled. Yes. The Nikes have fizzled, sorry. It didn't though, it was too early to fizzle. True. Uh, that, just another example of that is with uh, our friend Sean, who uh, sometimes <laughs> listens, I think, to the podcast. Um, and it was actually uh, the probably one of the first nights I met, uh, well, a bit more sober this time, met my now fiancé, soon to be wife. Your beloved. Yeah. <laughs> and me, Craig, and Sean were trying to get into this bar. And we, well, we went to one bar and um, we were like, where is she? Because we thought, I thought I was going to meet this girl, soon to be my wife. And turns out there's two of them <laughs> we went oh shit so we went the other side of London by that point same kind of state not two women two bars two bars sorry <laughs> yeah very clear two <laughs> bars um, and yeah again the guy was doing all this all that come on that you're too drunk like, no 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 you're fine you're fine you're just looking at Sean yeah he's just looking at our mate Sean the Irish mate Sean who uh, was too drunk if right and then in the end he went look go on then and you get and there was like you know they have the like the rope and like the metal Barrier, not barriers, but like little sticks. posts. Yeah, posts. Attack the rope to anyway, it. we go to walk in, walk around. I do, Craig does, and then Sean walks straight into them. <laughs> and it clatters like it could be a little post. And I remember so, I looked up at the bouncer, and the bouncer just shook his head. And we were just like, right, okay, we're going to get Nightmare. Anyway, so yeah, let us know when you've had that moment. Have you been that guy? How did you feel? Let's know at GC4 ABL. Yeah. Um, sorry, back to. Do you want to do confession now? Yes, do confession now. So we'll we'll jump back to the um, <coughs> the Leicester stuff. So confession is a feature we've not done for several episodes and months, mm. where quite simply one of us confesses something we've done something we're not proud of or something we're not happy with. You booed your own player. Yeah. No, I didn't. Actually. Step into confession. But in this case, it's something that I've I've aggressed to. I'm not happy. Who's playing the priest? You do it. Go on. You're good at it. Am I? And we do it like a confession booth. There's the music. A bit loud. Is it? That choir. Of so I am really the. We've got this. Um, we've got this new. Uh, actually, got this new girl. This is this black woman. She's from Vegas. She's <laughs> really good with the choir. Huh? Really good with the choir. So it's distract. So I'm gonna. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the term for me? I'm the confessionee. Is that right? Well, Whatever. Person, yeah. So I'm gonna walk <laughs> into the. I'm a sinner. I'm gonna walk into the. Um, don't, don't just do it. Uh, starting now. <laughs> and scene. Not. Hang on. James, James the Vicar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, in you come. Hello. God, you again. Hello, Father. Hang on, hang on. Can you sit down? I can't, I can't see your neck. Oh, because you got a big neck? Yeah. Like that guy, don't you? Hello, Father, old um, Craig, what? Uh, it's been many months, and uh, I've come in to confess something that's happened in the footballing world that I'm disappointed with myself in. Well, before. Re- um, what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> Regretting is. You're a good priest. <laughs> <laughs> Regretting is the first step to uh, forgiveness, my child. Cheers. Well done for being Thank disappointed. It might not even be that big a deal. Lay it on me. I made a, a commitment. The best part of two years ago, on this um, 
had a podcast to do with some friends. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, great Talks for a Big Lad. Check it, it out. Is it good? Is it good? Yes, it is. I will. One of the funniest oh, yes. podcasts in the UK. Oh, probably. Yeah. Says me. Have you got a Twitter account? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, can I just confess? <laughs> We've done this at the start. Yeah. Anyway, so I made, I made a, a commitment on this podcast, Great Talks for a Big Lad, at GT for a Real, to get over a Stoke loss and not let it affect me personally, affect my week. Mm. Sunday morning comes, I get on with it. Stoke lost, Drew, fucked up, whatever. I get on with it. Let me stop you there. Have you got a Facebook page as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just go to Facebook and type in Great Touch for Big Lads. It should pop up. We're on about 950 likes, which you can't get to 1,000 or nothing there. But we'll get so I'm sure it'd be really helpful if people would like that page. That'd be fantastic. Okay, yeah. sorry, carry yeah. on. And, um, so yeah, I, I made this commitment to stop letting Stoke specifically dictate my personality throughout the week. And boy have I regressed. I have been such a miserable bastard this week. I woke up Monday morning, I woke up Tuesday morning, I woke up Sunday morning. I spent my whole day Sunday miserable. I was a nightmare for my girlfriend. I was a nightmare at work. I'm just, I can't snap out of this. I'm depressed. Stoke fucked up a 2-0 lead against 10 men with 50 minutes to go, and Jesus, it's, it's done me. Tell me this. Go on. When was, when was, when was your last pissy footballer hangover? Um, when we lost to Burnley at home, 2-1. When was that? About two seasons ago. Okay. Now, I think you're being a little bit hard on yourself. Mm. Um, you had 10 men though, father. Football for many is seen as a religion. Hmm. And you have to have faith, and sometimes there are highs and lows. Do you lose your faith? No. But does it affect you? Yes. <laughs> so, and who was 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 Glenn Whelan playing? Yeah, he was. Then what do you expect? Don't slag him off. Well, that's not helping, is it? I love Glenn Whelan. Don't don't. Over there, maybe there in lies the. No, it doesn't. The problem oh. lies in that Hughes didn't bring on a proper winger to stretch them, father. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the real problem. We'd be too limited. That's that's what happens. But um, will will your mood during the week change the result? No. I think you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Just get over it. I'm trying, but I just wanted to get that off me, mm. you know, off my chest. What I can promise, I can't promise you'll win the next game. I can't promise. Definitely won't Liverpool away. I, I can't promise that you'll win the game after that. Chelsea away. <laughs> I, I certainly can't <laughs> promise that you'll win the game after that. What for the home we might do. But what I can promise is that you'll finish ninth. <laughs> you know, I'll take that because we're expanding the ground next year and I want us to be in the Premiership still, mm. so that's fine. Thanks. See you later. See you in a bit. There we go. That's off my chest. Let's move on. It's an interesting confession. How'd it go, Craig? Um, I'm still a bit pissed off, but I'm, um, you know, you've got to... A bit of a touch of that, Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. What when I arrived at the lads... <laughs> what were you doing there? I just nipped out. Oh. I missed all that. Oh, did you? <laughs> when I was at the lads thing, I had to fight two for now just to keep a smile on my face and enjoy the night. <laughs> you serious? And I did, I did. See what? You've got an insatiable uh, will to stay out late on a night out <laughs> to on. keep it going. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Every night, like, I don't know I don't know how you do it. You I always want to just can't. keep it going. God, just one more, let's go, have one more. The way I see it, Bad the second you go to bed on the Saturday night, it's over. you're one step close to work on the Monday morning. <laughs> Keep the night going. Yeah. 
and the hangover as well. This is the longest weekend round of ever, isn't it? Don't worry about mm. it. Don't, they don't, they don't even, like, We've only spoken about one game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about football. That's fine. That's not what they're here for. They're here for the bands in between. Yeah. Can I just finally say last bit of non-football related chat before clickbait in about five minutes? Um, <laughs> I had a kebab for the first time in about a year, and it Donner, was. Mate. Where from? Uh, it was lamb. Lamb. It's supposed to be yeah, a slimy yeah. little. But it was, and I was looking forward to like, you know, pit of bread with like the long bits mm-hmm. and all that. The long bits. I hadn't had one for ages, but I had it in my head. I'm having a uh, yeah. kebab. Treat yourself. It was, it was so bad. Where was it from? It, I can't remember. Dom told me he had the best kebab he's ever had <laughs> on, on the weekend. <laughs> Place in Tooting. Really? Place yeah. in Tooting? Yeah, next to Tootingbeck Station. Oh, right. Solid for you. I'm not, I've not been in there before, but he said it's the there, best he's ever had. Oh, wow. And they gave it to him on a plate because they liked him. It was so bad. Right, this is this annoy you, Craig, right? I went in, I saw the, saw the uh, kebabs, mm-hmm. right? And it was six quid or four quid or 450. Yeah. Okay, 450 for the small one. That's so I went, fine. oh, that's fine. 450, I'll have a small one, right? Mm. He goes, no. No, you have a large. What do you mean, no? Yeah, exactly. It's not, it, it doesn't oh, work that way. Were you way. there? It works that way. Yeah, no, I can't do that. So what do you mean? You went. Oh, we, we haven't got the br- we haven't got the we haven't got the small wraps. Right, just half fill the other one. That's what. Yes, yeah, what I said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said, James. I was like, yeah. Well, just give me less. Just give me a small portion in that. And you went. No, I can't do it. Fuck, are you kidding me? Go and advertise it then. So me be me. I was. Yeah. Anyway, I had. It. I got it in the end, and then it wasn't like in the pitter. It was like a proper like round wrap, and it was fucking awful. It's the. It was so bad. So, and I just I proceeded to. I just kept saying, it was like, this is so bad. What, I mean, still eating it. Yeah, still eating it. Just <laughs> getting rid of it. I was just like, this, wait, guys, I, I, I think your strategy's all wrong here. I know you go for quantity, but like, people aren't going to come back <laughs> offering this. You know, you're drunk, you're just kind of yeah, yeah, just trying to enlighten those people. Yeah, and yeah. then people trying to come in, I was going, guys, don't do it. <laughs> I'll tell you interesting about that. Whenever I get a takeaway, I went chicken cottage, if you ask him. Um, I like to mm. get my takeaway and hide, get to my flat and just lock the door, turn the lights off and eat in absolute privacy. Why? What do you do? Turn the lights off. Just well, I've got a film on, but I just like to be. All, <laughs> I like to be all cosy in my take. But I don't like to kind of. I kind of agree. People prying to oh, well, let's have a bit and just chatting and doing your idea. You I'd rather take it home in private. I'd rather take it home. Yeah. Than eat it there. Close the door. Probably not a kebab yourself. though. Like like a kebab can. just go everywhere, wouldn't it? Do you ever do you ever just light a few candles? Just no, no. Be at one with it. No, I just like to be in the dark. Don't all I? right. Enough of that. Enough. Sorry. I just like. I don't know, I feel comfortable with you guys who listen now and I feel like we can talk about other let's, stuff. Let's chat about real. Man City losing to Arsenal. Yep. Uh, yep. So, uh, Choking. Arsenal, yeah, Arch, yeah. well, do you know what? This is <laughs> you the, want to say shit? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. no. Here's, the, here's the hypocrisy of, of everyone, really. Is people get annoyed at Arsenal fans, right? Mm-hmm. But then we're saying that they're choking. So we decided... I was decided, joking, though. You're, you're what? They're, they're, I was joking. Oh, sorry, Not choking. Joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> But that's right. just the, the it's just gags going around, right? right. About it because it's always the same time of time of year. But have, have you ever seen that? It's a really long documentary. I didn't watch it, the whole thing myself, but I read the synopsis. It was called Hypernormalization. It's by this guy. I think his name's Alan Curtis, and he basically does. He's this really like insightful guy who does BBC documentaries like once every like four years because they're so like put so much work into them. Yeah, and he he says there's this thing called hypernormalization where we create we create our own we've created our own world and so we kind of if you keep saying these different things then it will come back and become your life and I think that's what's happening with Arsenal is that if say they'd won 
So say they'd had the exact same results next year mm. with a manager who's done half of what Arsene Wenger's done in his career. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be getting this mad. It's because of the layers, and I see. This is why I think it's a really interesting debate. Because you've got so you've got that one side of it of like, come on, chill out. Like you're completely overreacting, and then but you've got on the other side of it, it's layers and layers and years and years of disappointment and disappointment at the same kind of crucial areas of the season. So when there's not that much pressure on in like September, October, and. I guess November I know they've had bad Novembers but in those first couple of they get to a point where they're looking good and then when it when it matters they start Mm. to like not have the fight to do it and that's happened year after year so you can kind of understand that they're using what it should they should be looking as an individual game they're not they're looking at it in a wider I think it's it's going to be amplified because it's two games in a row where they've lost it's two games in a row where they've taken the lead and been winning at half time yeah. and actually played alright yep. and then the second half just you know just completely and it was fallen apart coming off the back of a really good run of form as well yeah, they were they're unbeaten. starting to believe yeah. they're just uh, I think they beat Stoke and anywhere else but I yeah, think it's also Stoke, the case yeah. they're unbeaten since the first game of the season but everyone around them is, is kind of going on a, on a decent run as well yeah. but also the problem is look, they played Everton away that's it's not an easy. Game. Yeah, that's it's not really easy. Yeah. Man City away, not easy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if they like, even if they lost the Everton game, say they played eighty percent of the other teams in the league, they would have won, and it would have been fine. Yeah, they've got to play everyone. Like I don't know. There's 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 both sides to to all of this. Cause yeah, you can't yeah. Because the other thing you could say is right. They've got an experienced squad now. That aren't they're not that old. Like, but they are experienced. Um, yet. And, and say the Man City team or the Liverpool team I'm not sure they've got many leaders there both got quite young teams mm. is that my friend? no I'll turn it off for you here you go sorry um, phone was on loud to let people in let the lads in um, I forgot my point what was it? talk about Arsenal Arsenal wider context uh, leaders yeah alright so you've got Liverpool and Man City there both got really young teams um, yet the Liverpool side look like they play with complete like without any fear and mm. in those big games have got the stomach for the fight mm. Man City the same and Man City came out in that second half and completely outplayed um, Arsenal Arsenal uh, yeah. got the experience Hey everyone I've been on the go recently Phoenix Kansas City Chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an Airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And supposedly the leadership people like Koscielny, Czech, Mustafi, I know wasn't in, in that team, but... You're supposed to have it with Coquelin. You're supposed to have it with Sanchez. All I agree, these guys. but more more than ever this season, more than ever this season, teams are not necessarily falling apart, but are you know are, are having a very different second half to a first half, right? So look at uh, it's like Man City the other day. You're saying how they turned it around in the second half. They were beating Chelsea one nil at half time, and then they end yeah. up losing three one. Everyone mm-hmm. is doing it this season because it's so competitive. Okay, because the point I was going to make was that. The difference between those teams and Wenger and, and and Arsenal is Guardiola is inspiring that team. I feel Klopp mm. makes Liverpool play without yep. fear. You can see that. Uh, I mean, Conte, I think tactically more than anything, is, is has been incredible for you guys. But Arsenal have so much stability, yet they're not inspired, and that probably comes from the manager. Mm. Is he inspiring? <laughs> I think it comes down to. The- <laughs> backbone a little bit for, for for Arsenal they have a lot of players that just go missing like Otsil again like that second half of the right. week and even the first half mm. like he's supposed to be Arsenal's one of Arsenal's best players among the best players in the world for me he's not like he'll get you assists each season get you a few goals but when it really comes down to it he's mate, not there bang on mate and it's Stuart sure, you get like in you, when we make YouTube videos and stuff like that, it's how dare you ever like say Mesut or isn't world class or whatever. I'll tell you what, world class players turn up in those big games. They win games like that for you. Yeah, they win games like that. Yeah, through, and that the difference between something that's not seen in <coughs> sorry in world class, it's not identified often in world class players, but that desire to go right, give me the give me the ball, I sort this out myself if yeah. I have to. Mm. That's what he has not got. Sanchez Sanchez has. has Sanchez is phenomenal. I think Sanchez is a a step (coughs) above Otsil. Yeah, I agree. But there's no there's no reason for uh, him to go give it a ball, like get on the ball more. Yeah. Like there's no reason for him not to do that Mm. because he uh, he, they're a very fluid side. So for him to go, he was non-existent against Man United. He was non-existent against. I didn't see the Everton game, but I imagine it was probably the same yeah, story. He was, he was Physi- physical games like that. He literally does go missing. Yeah, and what? See again, which is what I, that's why I think it is interesting. It's because they're not going to win the league again, are they? It's, no. it's happening again. It's nine points. But but the the fans have got a part to play as well. Definitely. But it, I don't think this is why I, I'm. You know, people go Wenger in, Wenger out. I would say. I would say Wenger out just to change it. Yeah. Because the fans are, you know, when you're like your little bit, sometimes you're unfairly a bit snippy at your family yeah. because you know them too well. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, shut up. Yeah. Like, that's what Arsenal fans are like with Wenger now. They don't give him, there's no, there's no patience mm. whatsoever. And good. and a change will be as good as anything else for them. Even, a, even if it gets to the point where they realise that they've, what they had because well Arsene Wenger so for the last 10 years has obviously had this this um, building process in mind and if he does go in the next year or two without winning the league what the hell's happened with Arsenal the last 10 years what's he been building towards 
I think it's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a waste of time. But they, I mean, should they have won the league? Not, they've, got, they've got a great squad. Yeah, they should have won the league. They've got a lot of money. They have got a lot of stability. <laughs> they're, they're finishing the four top four every year and all the rest of it, where other big teams haven't. Liverpool, Tottenham. It, it is the same story. They're oh, always yeah, one player short. Mm. Whether that's a forward this season, whether it's been a defensive midfielder in the past, whether it's been a centre back, I think they really do lack. Like having to play Sanchez up front, he's done a great job. He's not sent forward. Uh, you don't think he's a centre-forward? He's not a centre-forward. But he is, isn't he? He's got a lot of goals. He is, but because he's playing up front. I think he's better off if he was playing off oh, what? Uh, yeah, off, off a, full, uh, off a right. centre-forward. You're not saying he's not, he can be a centre-forward. <coughs> you're saying his Proven. best position is out wide, do you think? Yeah, I think he is. No, not necessarily out wide, but playing in like a number 10. Right. Oh, that's where you see him? Yeah. He's like, think, for me, he's like Hazard. Same, similar player. Do you think that's people can connect, can connect the game. He's a better finisher than Hazard. I think that there's there's a lot of similarities, but there's also a lot a lot of differences. I, would, I, 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 I think Arsenal need a centre forward. Somebody who's going to get you. Maybe, maybe defensive midfielder. <laughs> maybe. 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 Well, to be honest, their defensive midfielders aren't good enough either. Like Crocodile isn't great. No, I think these those players are so crucial now. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, you see it with Kante because he's not just he's not just a defensive midfielder. Go forward, like, yeah. He's, he's, he, these guys are the the fulcrum of the team now because people like. Carl Henry, David Batty, like those kind of players are obsolete. Yeah. They're like, it's not good enough now. You've got to be great on the ball. Yeah. And even there's a player, um, sorry, I've got this weird cough. <coughs> I have as well, I think I caught it from you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there's, um, there's a player called Kato, I'm going to cough again, <coughs> uh, who plays for RB Leipzig, and they play in a really interesting way, RB Leipzig. They like mm. press, it's fascinating. They play They play 4 2 2 2. Really? Yeah, it's bizarre how they and they don't play out. They don't play wingers. So, no, or not really. An equivalent. No, they they basically they press in a completely different way. I mean, I'm getting onto something different now. But there's a player called um, I think his name Kate Keita or Keita, and he's a defensive midfielder for them initially. But he's also played attacking midfield for them because mm. he's and he's got those sort of Kante characteristics. Leicester City want him to fill it, fill I mean, that hole. I assume this is a new Keita. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The old, no, the old the guy. Old, no, but, but my point is, is that what's what's weird in football now is that there's no you can't hide a, like a solid right back and a solid left mm. back. Those guys have got to be awesome as well. Yeah. The, the, I think the new place where you can hide people is in that three four three. You can have guys who just work work work. Yeah, you don't have to be the best technically. Like Alonso for for Chelsea is not the best left back around, mm. but he gets up and down. He knows what his job Defensively is. He's fairly well. solid. But that's that, I think you can play it in that way. But I think the way that Arsenal want to play and the way football is now, those positions, the positions where they're... Well, the defensive midfielder position is evolved a little bit. And now Coughlin, who looked great, and El Nene, who looked like there was two solid guys, haven't got enough with the ball because teams don't care about tackling anymore. It's about pressing or being strong in possession because other teams are pressing on you. Which is surprising... For an Arsenal team, we're yeah. talking about players that aren't great on the ball, mm. which is what they've been. You know, that's what they've been for the last 10, 15 years. But I guess maybe that's another thing with Wenger is he's been, it's been he's been sort of uh, surpassed in terms of I coaches think, now. I, I, I think he's been yeah. naive. I think he's stuck on this perfect football model that's kind of been and gone a little bit. He wanted <laughs> to create a Barcelona equivalent in Arsenal. I think that's been and gone. Been and yeah. gone, and he still wants that now, and he's mm. kind of. He's put invested that much time and effort into this model that it's just it's too late now. Yeah, it's kind of stuck. 
Uh, that um, phrase I found interesting because I've seen that in quite a few comments. You did a video on it the other day, um, of saying he's tactically naive. He's so old. <laughs> How can he still be naive at this point? No, but maybe it's just the fact that they're saying he's I think it's stuck, in his, stuck in yeah, the, yeah. his race. I'm not doubting the phrase. I'm just, I find it, yeah. you don't really think of no. a 60-year-old where he's, yeah. I, don't he's not, I think his philosophy is just outdated. Yeah. Slightly now. Like he's, so very, he's, very, that much. he's very stubborn, right? He doesn't want to go out and spend all this money on, on players, what it seems like, even though it's there. Mm. But in reality, you kind of have to. You've got to make that step up. Yeah. But do you know what I think is probably... Most disappointing, probably for us fans, is like Conte find a way. Like, it's not working. You're getting battered three 0 to Arsenal yeah, because you're way too out. open. We need to find a way to make this work. So what is that? And he's and he's found it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you guys still look, look strong. No Costa for the next game, which I guess is no Costa, no Kante for the for the next game. I mean, you got next game. Bournemouth at home, so on paper we we should be fine. But I still think that's going to be a, a tough game. But mm. if if those two players are missing for any game, it's going to be that one. We just need yeah. the others to to step up. But yeah, the, the last couple of games have been have been been tough. Like two nil, one nil victories against um, against West Brom at home, which is a really tough game, and then Palace away, which again, look on paper, we should be winning those, which which we did. We didn't probably play as well as we had been, but we dominated dominated the possession. You know, the the most of the the chances I only watched the first half with reviewed out of the Chelsea game on the weekend smashing the Prosecco back right? yeah yeah, um, yeah the, the Chelsea train rumbles on mm. 11 in a row incredible um, I'm just kind of waiting for it to it's got to be a to, blip isn't it to lose point. yeah it's going to happen right I think you've had a blip you did have a blip what, when we lost two in a row at, but early, like when we yeah. lost to Liverpool and, didn't, and Arsenal didn't you drop fourth even fifth you, you've dropped well, I guess no, you don't. Yeah, there's no there's no one, end of the blips. There must be one other little moment. It's, it's going to be something. Few, yeah, yeah. Right? It's going to be it's going to be something. But you know, we're taking advantage of what was after a difficult period of playing um, Man United, Everton, Tottenham, Man City. These are our easy games, and we're still winning. Yeah. yeah. So if we get to the fourth of January when we play Spurs away, so that's two more games. If we, I hope I'm just hoping we win those two. We got Stoke. At home on uh, yeah. on New Year's Eve and, uh, and and Bournemouth on, on do Boxing you, Day. Do you think you'll win it? If so, how by how many points? Yeah, Dom asked me this question yesterday when we were watching the Liverpool game, um, the Liverpool Everton game. I'm still, I don't, I know we're six points clear. Yeah, try and take your heart away from it. Just from what you've seen, be cl- try and be clear. I think it's that's so tough. I think it's. It, I mean, if I don't think it's going to be. If we win, it's not going to be by a load of points. I think it's going to be by a couple. I think it's going to it's going to tighten. We will go through a, a blip. Um, Who's going to be nearest rivals? I don't know if they can keep it up. But Liverpool just keep winning, keep winning games that in and previous even, seasons yeah. they would normally lose. And even when they lost and drew to West Ham, Bournemouth the other uh, week, they still played very well. Yeah, I yeah. certainly yeah. West Ham. West Ham, that's about as good as you're going to play <laughs> and not win. Yeah. It's just yeah. little fuck ups that lost them that Bournemouth. I, that was just a weird game. Yeah, I, st- I still think I still think Arsenal and um, and Man City. Look, it's it's pretty tight. You take us out of it, there's three points from second to sixth. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, even Man, Man, even Man United are coming. Yeah, into some yeah form. Do you know, look at Man United's fixtures. They could be they could play Liverpool. A Liverpool that won't have uh, Sado 
Mane in the team in in the last oh, week Nations. of in the last week of uh, January, and they could be they could be third easily. They're yeah. not playing anyone good, and they could already be in a, a cup final. Mm. Yeah, and they've got um, a whole city, or sorry, or, or halfway to a cup final. I guess they've got the first first I, leg of that. Yeah, I don't think you can write anyone off. I'm I'm still like Spurs keep keep winning games as well without from what I've seen playing that well and what mm. you know they're just uh, grinding them out maybe they'll go through a, a bad period as well I don't know but I think if we win it it's, it's going to be it's going to be tight we're not going to keep winning we're not going to keep running away with it it's, we just had a very 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 good period yeah Pet mm. uh, hates time yes Owen is a randomised jingle board that's not working no it's not that's loading really is it is. Okay. Quite appropriate, actually. Exactly. Appropriate. Bad boys. Those. Those who. Uh, <laughs> Very appropriate. Those, those who. So play reach. again then. Go on. Th- those. Play. Those who reach. So my pet hate is the the five yellow card rule. In terms of if you hit five yellow cards, you yeah. get banned. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Yeah. And obviously it has come up because Costa and Kante are banned for the next game. Mm-hmm. Sure. How is it still that the five game? The five yellow cards ban is still in, yet we played seventeen games. Surely there should be a you know a more reasonable cut off period. Cost- well, it's like reset. Yeah, it should be reset. No, Apparently, know. it resets at the end of the year. Yeah, the calendar year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I just think for me, I think a pet hate is the fact. It should have been last week, should it? You've been no, 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 I, I think <laughs> no. I think it should have been off. I don't know, maybe like 12, 13 games. So basically, if it's going to be the end of the year. If you've been booked in one of every four games, you're going to miss a game. I think that's really harsh. Because considering yeah. the m- number of yellow cards that get dished out these days for doing everything Nothing, and anything, yeah. Yeah. it's surprising. Like Costa's been on four yellow cards for uh, for 11 games. So he wow. got booked in four of the first five games and then got it last week. I, I think it's I, I think it's a bit harsh. That the, uh, I'd say surely more of a pet hate is, is the booking that he got. That was so stupid. Well, I think he wanted it? Boxing Day off. Didn't uh, yeah, he? he did, didn't he? Yeah. Although he did it in the first half, That's so it was a bit. Of a, he just went and wrapped the guy around the around wrong the leg. Legs. It was a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, bit of a strange. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess is what you feel is fair, really. If I, you I think, think of like a major fun, tournament, yeah. how many games would you play? You play three, then the second Four, round. Three. You, you play seven games. You play seven games, and if you get three bookings, yeah, it's reset after the groups, though, isn't it? No, in World Cups. No, it's reset after the last sixteen. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so four games. I just think it's four I just games think it's too many. So basically, at the end of the day, it's going to be like nineteen or twenty games. So if you get five five bookings in that period and you miss a game, oh, yes. I just I just think it's you hard. know what, Irwin, something in that. You, you've inspired me a little bit. This oh, is right. a pet eight that I didn't anticipate. In the lobby, the uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Anatovic got sent off for Stoke against Southampton a week ago. Vardy got sent oh. off for Leicester against Stoke a few days ago. And um, when Anatovic got sent off, he was sent off in the twentieth minute, roughly. What Missed um, kind of a high tackle. It was it was a bad challenge. It was probably a red. Good. But then he's obviously suspended for three games after that. I Good just straight think, red. I just think that punishment's well over the top for some red cards. To miss affect the best part of four games for a bad challenge seems a little bit. Over. I think they need to review what they deem is an appropriate amount of games to be banned for. Maximum three, for example, minimum one. Maybe. Particularly, it just seems a bit over the top. Especially if you want to compare it to. Aguero exactly Aguero got four games because he'd already been sent off but otherwise it would have been three yeah for me, that's a six that's a yeah, six game exactly whereas an out of challenge he was a red I'm not denying that but what do you think of Vardy's one 
Oh, that's the sound I think it's off. harsh. I, I think don't think it is at all. I, I think, think it's, it's a yellow. You didn't see it, apparently. I, I've seen it several times now. I've no, no, it but now. he didn't see it. He was the one getting tackled. Yeah. Juve. Yeah. They, they appealed today. So, I mean, what's, what's that as well? That's they appealed today and it was upheld. Yeah, upheld. And I, the FA don't I thought up. that was really unfair. I think yeah. that's a red, definitely. You think? Why? Yeah, he wasn't in control of the challenge. I Two felt foot. like he... Well, no, he got nudged though, didn't he? Nah, he still went in. People said he got nudged. I'm not doing this because Yeah, I think he got pushed in the he back. Got nudged, then he, but he did if you get nudged, you don't go flying in with your two foot forward studs up. How's that happen? What's, what's worse? Wasn't that studs up though? What's, He's trying to be side on. What's worse, that tackle or Barclays last night? Barclays. I've not seen Wait, Barclays, Barclays last night. Barclays is a horror. Seen. It's minging. Yeah. Although that one also looks worse because of the way that Henderson's leg's gone a bit. Yeah. But... All the I know, same. Yeah. It's naughty, yeah. proper naughty. Um, final thing to talk about. Well, firstly, I'll, I'll just talk about it super quickly because um, I know Ross. I said it at the start of the show. Uh, the commentary mess is uh, we a were, mess. Yeah, it is a mess. Uh, we were talking about it uh, on one of the videos this week on Ball Street, and uh, I had a chat with one of your mates from work. It's a commentary fan. Oh, yeah. Bell. And it was you could t- it was tangible. You could hear it in his voice. How kind of upset he was and what, what did he say what was that quote he's basically saying he's saying it feels like it's like watching a family member on life support because and I I can't begin to understand the frustration that they must have when this is a massive club mm-hmm. in commentary 30 like, years in the top flight yeah 34 years yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it went down it was only I think it was Liverpool Everton Arsenal maybe Villa Who'd been up there longer? Forgive me if I'm wrong with that. Yeah. And um, especially with the Villa one. And for like, we all love our clubs, right? And and you sometimes you you know you go, oh, this chairman's crap. He needs to get his wallet out. He needs to get this or that or whatever. But for you to to have zero control or zero control on the plight of your club and just watch them sink. It's and just, not just sink like through the leagues, but to sink in terms of like their reputation. Yeah. Mm. Um, they have no assets. Is it? Is they it own, stadium. own the stadium now? Um, the well, rugby no. team, or something like. We that. mean their know. stadium. So their lease. It's not their stadium. What Rico? You're talking about? Yeah, they've been renting it, and it's the lease game. runs out next year. There's something to do with uh, Wasps own um, the rugby club, which is where they might they could have gone, but it's not really fit for purpose. So at this moment in time, they literally have nowhere no to home. go. Yeah. And and he was saying that um, he's saying liquidation would almost be that you know that pulling the cord of like mm. at least we can kind of start at least again. it's over and you can start, start again. again. And you, with that, you, you've seen you can see the light at the end of the tunnel with ASC Wimbledon and with yeah. um, Salford, and it shows that like does it matter where you you are if you're not part of something and you're not part of it together and you're not a family? Mm. Because would you rather be caught? Would you rather be commentary or would you rather be, I don't know, Wimbledon, like, woken? Like, at least woken or in like, or Yeovil, I don't know, like someone like, so like, so like where you've still got, you know, you've still got your soul of a of, of a club in, mm. in in a certain sense. You've just got yeah. something you can get behind. Yeah. yeah. It, it could end up with a bizarre situation if they do finally make a breakaway club, they need to build another ground in commentary. Mm. And the Rico is just going to be this expensive white sure. elephant that's just yeah. there sure like, why, why was it why was it built they, if this was always going to be the, the, the yeah. case and it wasn't ever going to be they, they want a new ground Highfield Road know, was but, a bit but the, they it, never owned it so the Sisu that's Hedge Fund disastrous Stoke never owned that a lot of clubs did this Stoke didn't own the Britannia until we were saved by Peter Coates 
Mm. That to, we were going Coventry. But they had the there. opportunity to as well. That this this C two hedge fund took over the club. So what from what I understand, they specialised in like debt management. Mm. So they would find clubs or companies, sorry, more importantly, that are being completely mismanaged, take on their debt and use their reputation to get a better interest rate for it and find ways of paying it off like and they like cash the other bit. Like, it's called like a vulture fund. Is that is it? Where they snap up these and then they turn them profitable again. Yeah, and and so they had that in place, but then they, they have mismanaged Coventry in a, in a massive way. Mm. And Coventry Council wanted to offer them, they offered them apparently the ground at an incredibly cheap rate and they still didn't take it because they, this is part of the, that, that is that they felt, oh, okay, they know that they need Coventry needs Coventry City, so mm. we can drive a stupidly hard bargain with Coventry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they'll you know they'll submit because they need the club, and then and Coventry Council weren't able to do it, and so then they just went, oh, we won't pay our rent then. Yeah. And so it's all it's an it's an it's absolute mess. I tell you what, shame. And they won't sell me it, with shame. the Coventry situation. Is I, I I feel like there's beyond rivalries. There's a bit of a uh, a unity with true football fans. Yeah, this one just kind of went under the radar. I remember mm. when Portsmouth, huge clubs, when it right. went tits up for Portsmouth, there was a genuine sympathy for Portsmouth. What was happening? No one seemed to care about commentary. Yeah, I don't know why. It is a weird one because it has been rumbling on for a couple of years now, Nine years. having to play, having to play down at Northampton, North which yeah. is just mental. That's when it. You kind of they first had that realization that they're in a mess, but <laughs> nothing has nothing has improved since, is it? I think Coventry. Um, Oh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I, I think the first game back at the Rico, or maybe at the LDV semi final, something like that. Bear in mind the mess the clubs in. They got thirty two thousand or something. Just shows the big club. Shows mm. the potential. There's potential there, but it's just on its ass. And I guess the, the difficult thing is, do you just start? If you do just start again, you do have to leave that history behind to an extent. You take it. Like AFC Wimbledon. Oh, yeah, they've taken it back on, back, haven't they? they? years so. later it's, but yeah. it's tough um, so yeah Nightmare. hopefully that can resolve apparently they don't want to uh, sort it out oh yeah Craig do you want to talk about Chinese Super League Chinese from Super one League. end of the scale all the knowledge Chi- well no because I think bringing you, you the knowledge here's Craig you misinterpreted what my point was going to be so the Chinese Super League is well known there. Go on, tell me more they're about splashing it. the cash oh yeah uh, how Kavani, do you know that like who which clubs Kavani, no wait wait for my point Kamani um, has had a bit of 50 million I believe what's his first name what what's his first name I don't know. What is it? Edinson. Edinson. Edinson Cavani. You're, my point isn't this. It's Mercury. You, we all know that yeah, China's, yeah. the Chinese Super League is slashing the cash right. What's, the, what's the most expensive player they bought? Uh, I don't know. Hulk, 43 million. Hulk, 43 million. Right. Anyway, da, 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 we know that. My point is, I've been on a few football forums and message boards, the Stoke one, and there's loads of moaning going, oh, they're going to ruin football, going to ruin football. The hypocrisy of the Premier League fans saying that is ridiculous. When we're cherry-picking from the world football stage the Premier League how can they accuse the Chinese football of doing what the Premier League's been doing for years <coughs> that was my original point fair point because Stoke on the Stoke message boards yeah it is actually on the Stoke message boards specifically they kept saying you know the Chinese going to ruin it it's not sustainable Stoke out of so many clubs in world football have, have benefited from this model we compete with Roma Lazio Valencia because we're in the Premier League you know. yeah. and I don't think we're in the position to kind of Go slagging off this league. No, I guess what, what I think what, what fans are afraid of is taking away some of the quality longer term from from the Premier League. They want to, you know, well, we, the we've Premier League's had... been doing that for years, hasn't it? Yeah, but it's here. Well, that, that's yeah, fine, yeah, but that's, that's, that's why you can be, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. no, I, I, I totally agree. Totally agree, but they don't want 
Football fans don't want our best players going to another going to another country to a league we don't really want. Which I get. But then know, I, I'd I love it if all the money went. Yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. Thing is, in, indirectly, yeah, indirectly, Premier League clubs are massively benefiting from this. Like you're we're yeah. selling players yeah. for way over the odds. Yeah. Oscar. Like Oscar is going to go for sixty million. He's worth twenty tops. Mm. He's not great. And Germany know. are doing that with us as well. Yeah, they're, I mean they'll yeah. do it with China as well, but they're doing it with us. Yeah. And so yeah. it all goes round. It's yeah, bollocks. of course. I think yeah. They, I guess saying that if all the money went, the only problem would be is that that Super League would would happen. Um, but even that, I'm starting to get to a point where, and I guess this is a nice link to the last question on the agenda before clickbait. What have you learnt this year? Oh shit, I forgot about this. It's alright. Well, Don't I've, panic. It's okay. I've got, you to go first. I've got, I've got one. <laughs> this is this is something we we never learn, right? And obviously, we had a we had a very enjoyable summer at, at the Euros. Cracking time, yeah. Always, always, always. England. We always have too high a hopes. And once again, <laughs> what I've learnt this year is I'm never gonna believe that England are gonna win a major tournament in my lifetime. Because nah. it's just painful when you lose to an Iceland. Yeah. It's just, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, obvious point. So yeah. what, that's that's what you're carrying, that's what you've learned this year, is just give up on, have well, you given up? I'm not given up. A lot of I, people, I, like I, will, I, will ne- I will never have high hopes again. That's what I've learned okay. for England. Never. You sound like an Arsenal fan. No, I'm kidding. A lot of people have given up. We we did a yeah we did a video on it. Like, no, I still massive massively support, but I'll never go into a tournament thinking we're going to win it. Yeah, you, you, okay. Your mindset's turned to maybe a mid-table team. That's just what you are. That's what you do. I think that's a, but that's in a good international place equivalent. To be. I think you know we can go to we go to tournaments and we get quarterfinals. That'd be, that'd be great. See well, when you win it. Now. It's a better place to be because when we do win it, mm-hmm. it's going to feel fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, then I've had like obviously I've been my my life has revolved around football this year, um, and. I okay. I would learn. I probably learned two the two most prominent things I've learned about football, which I think I probably already knew. Actually, one I definitely already knew, but you cannot escape it. Is that the narrative is so it's immovably driven by results. I know that's really obvious, mm-hmm. but to a point where lies occur again and again, like some like for example. Holloway's a chump now because he's lost five out of the last six when actually if you really like go through the way that we're playing you can kind of see what he's trying to do mm. but it's all about if you win the game or if you lose the game or if you stay up or if you go up or if you whatever and you're the the way that the media works and the way that people now work because they are taking in so much yeah. um so much media and then you've got and social media as well where everyone's got a <coughs> opinion and the most vociferous opinions are the ones that get the airtime. Um, you, I feel like even in the last year, it's. It, I feel like it's ramped up. Like people are so up and down, so yeah. bipolar. Yeah. In, in it's getting worse on, and worse and worse. That is. Yeah. It? And there's, there's no, no there's patience. no patience. Snap. There's no patience. There's no patience in football. And the other one is that I'm so happy I don't support a big team. That's a good one. For right. that, because I think it's really tough to be a fan of a big team. It's so tough because because of that because of the results 
uh, driven nature of it is that QPR go out we go down I'll be alright you know if we go down to Division 2 cool we'll win some more games that'd be great what you're talking about is amplified even more right the the results aspect of things like the top managers if if they don't perform they're gone yeah very very quickly And, and the difference between the I think you're quite healthy with it Owen actually but difference between joy and relief when you have success for 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 little me, supporting little QBR, success and I haven't had any for a while. But like when you do get the success, it's pure un, unfiltered joy. joy yeah. Whereas mm. like a Man United fan, mm-hmm. they they're drowning. Relief. They're drowning in their success previously, and if they win, they get one day, and maybe the summer to to breathe, to get their head out of water and go. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. We won the league. Like, we've, yeah. got, we've got the bragging rights. And then the, the new season starts and you go, yeah. <gasps> yeah, you're yeah. back into it. And I that, I think, is just it. so tough. Yeah. But I guess you must get to a point where you like have to start to enjoy that somehow. You must have to find a you, way. You've got to be so level. I, I don't yeah. envy you. I, I, think, I think it's the first time you win. Sorry, just sorry, Craig. I think yeah. it's the first time you win things. It's like maybe winning the Champions League, as joyful it was, that was kind of relief as well. Yeah. Really? And then you can kind of... Well, it had been going on for so long, and it yeah. was just right. a story, yeah. right? How we're never going to win it, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd always try and it's never a, a relief. It's more, you know, it, it's more. It's always joy. That's good. That's good for the most part. And what, like you, you went through the season you went through last year, and you still kind of like that. That could be. Yeah, like, it makes you appreciate was, that. That could be good for you in the long, long run. Finishing I tenth, having so. a shit season, it might help you get. Um, have you learned anything, Greg? I've learned that football's the best sport in the world because Leicester won the league. Yeah, it's a good one. That is nuts, isn't it? I still can't get around that. I don't think... I said this before, I'd love someone to do... These nuts. A, what? These nuts? I'd love someone to do a genuine scientific study of how that happened because you can't explain it with Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher on Sky Sports. Mm. That was too weird. There's a science behind that. There was a freak anomaly that occurred. It's just bizarre. Yeah, it was mental. And, and uh, yeah, that was that's uh, yeah. Biggest story in my lifetime of football. That they they won um, team team of the year and coach of the year, didn't they? On Fair sports, sports first, they? Yeah, and they looked miserable. They all did to a man. Yeah, yeah some of them were properly miserable. Like, cheer up! It's because they only drew with Stoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right clickbait we said at the start of the show uh, these are the three headlines boys you've got to decide sex robots could kill humans because they'll be too good in bed okay. elf porn searches increase massively ahead of Christmas mm-hmm. and here are some of the weirdest places people have been caught having sex I know what I choose um, I think I feel the first one I was going to say I, I think sex robots although the, the last ones could be quite funny I'm going to go with the last one I think because I, I, I bet I know what's coming up with that sex robot one. People will stop having kids because they're too into their robots. I bet. I bet that's what he's getting at. So I'm going to go with that. Oh, it's a different way of spinning that headline. I was thinking the sex robots are killing humans because they're too good in bed. Because humans are too good in bed. (laughs) I completely That's not what it is. It's like, why would you But if you read it like that, think about sex, sex robots could kill humans because they'll be too good in bed. I think it's like. If you're average looking or something and you, you've got to go out and find a wife and all that, whereas you get a robot that's just a supermodel. Yeah. Do that. yeah. Um, third Enjoy one it. for me. Alright, go with the third one. I think it could be funny. Yeah. It is Christmas after all. Yeah. Okay. So the headline the winning headline was So here are some of the weirdest places people have been caught having sex. Harley Tamplin and um, bringing this one to us. This dropped Tuesday twentieth of December mm-hmm. this year, uh, three eighteen yeah. PM. 
Very fresh new. Uh, the picture is a bit odd because it's a woman and a man, the sort of the silhouette of the two possibly making love. The woman in pure ecstasy. Um, but I can't see the silhouette of her breasts. That's a shame. Seems odd. Anyway, next time you and your significant other are planning to sneak off behind the fire station for some alone time, maybe you should reconsider. And don't even think about getting it on in the library or, or a supermarket. Chances are you'll be caught out by police if data recently released by West Yorkshire Police is anything to go by. Got some facts behind this. The force, force <laughs> has published a list of all the public places officers have caught a couple in the act over the last five years. Brilliant. For reasons that are unclear, someone used the Freedom of Information Act to ask the force how many people have been caught having sex in public and where were they found. Can you reel this off? That's what I want. Yeah, do it quickly. Real, real, less like right. shopping centre. So, yeah. right, it's obviously a bit creepy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it didn't give it exact locations. They responded with the general areas where people were caught with their pants down. The responses range from the predictable. All right, I'll go through them. Okay. I've got the list. Here we go. And final. In total, 41 uh, recorded incidents, public, outraging public decency between 2011 and November this year. So where did people get caught? Here we go. The back of a fire station. Right. A lay-by. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the car. Yeah. Oh, in my head, yeah, they were outside. There was no car. That's weird. Could be just a lay-by. Uh, a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Beds. Yeah. There'd probably be other people knocking about. Uh, the woods. Old traditional one. The woods. Classic. Safety net. Library. Yeah. Supermarket. What? Don't Where are we doing that? You don't. That's gonna be in the toilets, I guess. Well, then that'd be toilets. Yeah. Or world food aisle. Oh, no one really goes down there, do they? Did they not? I don't know. Or the clothing bit, George. No one buys clothes, do they? It must be like areas that you could like, sneak under. What aisle? Like the vegetable bits is underneath. All <laughs> oh, right. What oh, yeah. aisles are most discreet aisles? Ah, you caught me. Gone cold, David. Yeah. Or the, yeah, or the fish, bit, fish bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cycle path. Well, that's just the Cycle road. Path. Isn't it? That's just the road. Like, like... Again, risky because there's footfall there. Isn't there? Traffic. Mm. Uh, park slash garden. Yeah. Same as the woods, really. Hall. What hall? <laughs> that is general, isn't it? Hall. <laughs> a field. That's yeah. also generic. Oh, this is a bit disappointing again. Pavement. <laughs> pavement? What do you mean on the pavement? Street road. Same thing. You could blend yeah, a lot of them into the same category. Yeah. That is terrible. I think that that is is terrible. It was 41 now, I thought you said. Huh? There were 41. Where are the interesting ones? Yeah, surely us, surely us... there's a lift in there. and Yeah. I don't know. Disappointing again. That's a shame. No one's having sex in beds anymore, by the sounds of it. No. It wasn't on the list, was not, it? Not public beds, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that was clickbait. Um, yeah, disappointing again. Sorry. Let us know if you're still hating it. <laughs> <laughs> we're sticking with it. Um, what do you like to listen to when you're having sex? Nothing. Oh. Mm. Well, you d- like Vietnam, like silence. Yeah. So they had to really <laughs> you could answer me then. Huh? Right. Stuff on TV on in the background. Match of the day. I like to play that. Bit intense, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's an image. That's <laughs> I'd, be wor- I'd be worried if you did. Uh, once again, that's the best in football nonsense and other nonsense. That was great. Touch tell you what, I tell you what, the first half of that was pure great, but pure nonsense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Outside of the box chat. Then we really got stuck into proper footy chat. Yeah. Quite serious. I thought James was going to cry a bit when he was doing his What Have I Learned This Year. Right. Mm. No. And then we went back to weird at the end. That was a, I think that's a good perfect mix. blend. 
it, and if do you know if you were like come on get on with the football bit and you and you stuck it out well done yeah you got you got it yeah hopefully we, it was, we should make chapters actually so you can skip yeah. nonsense nonsense one football chapter yeah. two simple as that it. simple as that yeah, we yeah. should do that. It's a good idea. Uh, so yeah, if you don't already subscribe, please to Great Touch with Big Lad. It's on iTunes. We're on Audio Boom. Uh, give us a rating as well. Uh, give us some comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Mm. If we're over nonsensitizing, is is that even a word? Don't think so. Um, where we can do a bit better. Uh, what you want us to talk about as well. It's normally on a, a Tuesday, Wednesday. The podcast comes out. So uh, tweet us and let us know after the football games. Let us know what you want us to chat about, and we'll talk about it. And probably give you a shout out as well. Yeah. Advice for the week. Who's it going to be? Can I quickly? We have had one more tweet in from a fan who wants something for Christmas. Uh, Mark Wilson at. Best for you, isn't he? I don't know what his name is. At the Rouge. Wants a manager, comma, like a real one. Crystal Palace fan wants Pardew out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Tough run for them. He's lost a dressing room, hasn't he? Yeah, he has lost a dressing room. Advice for the week. Who's going for it? Dominant air. You do it. I thought Owen did that last time. You mean to do it? Oh, he was got us. Yeah, go he's on, Owen, you do He's it. got something. You do it. He has. Well, it is Christmas. Go on, yeah. advice. Should we say, before, before I go into the uh, the advice, should we say Merry Christmas? Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Yeah, if you listen everybody. to the podcast so far this year, um, thank you, we do appreciate it. Yeah. And, and the advice at, at this time of year is, obviously there's a lot of indulgements out there, you know, you have your, your, Christ, your Christmas dinner. Booze. You'd have a lot of booze. Mm-hmm. You'd have a lot of, uh, a lot of chocolates, but... Don't don't be don't be naive. Just mm. make sure you also fill up with vegetables and fruit. Get your nutrients. Get your nutrients. <laughs> and and just enjoy fruit. yourself. Yeah. That's nice. Simple. Perfect. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 